Thank you for joining the Film Obsessed Couple. My name is Scott. And I'm Shelly. And today we're talking about a movie from 2004 called Cellular, starring a not-yet-famous Chris Evans. I think, I don't remember exactly what all he had been in at this point, but I think this this helped him be in a leading man role. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, it, I worked at a movie theater in 2004. I had just started, and I kept seeing this movie trailer everywhere. And that line in the trailer that just made me want to watch this when we're talking about, you know, kind of silly or bad movies we watch was Kim Basinger, of course, gets kidnapped and she just, you know, says in the movie, like, oh my gosh, my phone is dying. And she says, do you have a charger? <laughs> that has stuck with me forever for some reason. And when we first decided to talk to this po- talk about this podcast, I, you know, thinking of movies, this one came to mind for some reason. I don't think I'd even seen it fully before this. I just remember the trailer. Oh, really? Okay. Well... You know, this very well could be the first podcast that we put up on our on our site. So we want to just thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm a huge movie fan, and Shelley loves watching movies, but doesn't go too much further than just the plot. Yeah, I I think I'm evolving. As you listen to this podcast, hopefully, I will start recognizing things more but usually I'm just oblivious to anything that goes wrong in the movie I just yeah I'm just into the plot I immerse myself and I'm just like oh I love everything yeah and I'm I'm the opposite I think working at that movie theater with all these other people that really love movies that's what we just did is we just tore movies apart found other things like actors and stuff like oh this actor was in this and this so what we wanted to accomplish with this podcast is just you know maybe I will appreciate movies more as, as you do. Yeah, yeah And, you know, maybe you'll start to remember who people are. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be more critical and actually remember what actors are there oh, and well, their names. Well, that's no I'm big deal. I'm awful with names. That's no big deal. Even if you don't, if I come out of this being a better person, then it was worth it. <laughs> I'm not a cynical <laughs> asshole towards movies. We'll see what happens. Well, the movie starts off um, cellular. You get the title card, of course, and then it starts with Kim Basinger walking her kid to the school bus. Mm-hmm. With some fantastic acting. She's a terrible actress in this. Yeah, it's mm. really weird. She's been in a lot of good stuff before. She was in Batman as Vicki Vale, and I'll bring that up later. Okay. Because um, something reminded me of it. She's terrible. She's terrible. And I think she's sh- literally shaking this entire movie. <laughs> That's in my notes. Is it? <laughs> There's a there's a scene where she's looking out a window later and she's just vibrating. <laughs> I don't know. They must have her like standing. <laughs> like I don't know if you, if you're from Missouri and you've ever been to Silver City, they have these like things that you can sit in and put your feet on and it vibrates your feet and that vibration is so it's intense so she must have been standing on something like that yes yeah and i know she was probably going for being terrified but yeah it just came off as very strange yeah she walks the kids to the bus boy i don't even remember what they talk about really but anyway this i wrote down this kid has a terrible bowl cut yeah, uh, they were talking about her being his teacher in the future. Right, that will come back later, of her being yes. a biology teacher. She knows about biology, mm-hmm. intent. And I guess that comes into play later because we, <laughs> with what happens, but we'll get to that. But yeah. So she gets her son on the bus, and then there is a Lord of the Rings backpack that it flashes to, which that'll come into play later as well. But I was thinking when I first saw it, I was like, 2004 lord of the rings was huge at that time that makes sense usually you don't see products in movies like they don't put like logos and stuff like that for other movies yeah because you have to pay big bucks for that yeah well there's some product placement in this there's some big product placement in this and we'll get to that too the action gets started real quick yeah right away i'm like boom literally 
yeah, the camera does do a very art school. Like, this director was really trying something where <laughs> it goes up to the house. The music is, I put down this music was very lifetime. It's like, do, 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 do. Like, everything's happy. Everything's happy. And then the camera goes through the peephole in the front door into the house with Kim Basinger. Yes. And, and she's then, wearing a great little sweater over her shoulders. You know, like a preppy. Oh. Prep type. That's sweater. how you know that she's a teacher. Yep. Yeah, it's well, super smart. Super smart, yes. That that shirt and the jacket combo, but um, like you said, get start like get start really quickly, and this dude just comes through the class. Yes, yeah, right away. Was it a jump scare for you? It did. I did not expect action to happen that quickly. <laughs> I thought she was going to talk to her maid a little bit longer, or maybe hang up some clothes. I don't know. I don't know what was going to happen, but I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, I'm glad you brought the maid up because these dudes led by Jason Statham, which I don't know how many movies he had been in at this point. Not, I don't think there's very many because I didn't think his acting was that great. I don't know. He's been in stuff. I need to look at the timeline because I know that he was in that movie, The Transporter, which I think was like one of the yeah. first movies I saw. And I really was, liked that. Yeah, he was a driver and that, that was, I remember, the first thing I kind of saw him in. So they come in. He... Asks her, where is it? And she says she doesn't know. The maid gets murdered. Yeah, like right away. Right here, she yeah. was going towards the alarm. Yeah, Kim Basinger tells her to go towards the alarm and she gets shot right in the back by Statham or one of his other guys. Yeah, I'm but... not sure who. So anyway, she gets taken to a house that you thought was her attic. I did. <laughs> I guess I didn't even notice that they left the house as I thought, oh, they went up and threw her in her own attic. <laughs> Yeah, they take her to another site. Now, how funny would that be, though? And she's like, we're taking you to somewhere you don't know, your attic. <laughs> so, yeah, they take her to the attic, and Statham's like, tell me where it is. And she's like, I seriously don't have any idea what you're talking about. I read something funny trivia on IMDb is apparently in that scene where he pulls his belt out, wraps it around her neck. Yes. Apparently that was all improvised. Like, oh. the IMDb trivia says that Kim Basinger, in that scene, was truly terrified because she didn't know what he was going to do. They were just like, intimidate her. And I guess Jason Statham, in practice that he's had strangling other women before, <laughs> took his belt off and strangled her a little bit to uh, get information from her. Well, that makes sense, because I made a note that she had the, I thought it was a rope, uh, around her neck. And then all of a sudden, when he left, it was gone. Yeah. Like, it disappeared. Yeah, I don't know. It, I thought it was very funny, though, because as he leaves the scene, he puts his belt back on. Oh. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, I was totally oblivious to all that. So I thought Jason Statham, went. he went method. He's had a lot of practice, I guess. But it was so funny of him taking his belt off and then as he leaves, putting it back in. But the main crux of the film, what he does first is he comes in with hammer, smashes the phone up. Bashes there's a, that thing. Yeah, there's a, there's a phone in the background and he smashes it to intimidate her and then he leaves and then he comes back in that's when he goes off book and starts choking her and and to those that are not sure what a phone is um Uh it's old school not like a cell phone it's like the rotary dial if you've ever seen them in like maybe a classic movie uh you have to kind of like you have to put a finger in yeah I'm doing it right now. Can you see it? Yeah. If, Shelly, forgetting it's a podcast is no, miming. You can't see me. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, that was just an old school kind of box 
phone. Yeah, and so the phone is damaged, and then it cuts to Chris Evans, who is just walking down the boardwalk without a shirt on. Yeah, I thought that was, I was like, what, now we're watching some beach bums? You know, what are we doing here? Yeah, I don't know what the point of him walking with, well, I know what the point of him walking with the shirt off was. Yeah. That was for the ladies. So he's walking with the guy from NCIS now, his name's Eric Christian Olsen, mm-hmm. uh, being just the worst human being ever in the world. <laughs> he's talking about his phone, Eric Christian Olsen's in his, Olsen, excuse me, is showing his phone, and he's like, this phone can take so many photos of babes. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And videos. And videos. Which oh, will gosh. come into play later. That will. You see, it's a good screenplay. They're setting it up. Mm-hmm. They're, they're showing everything that's going to come into play later. But Chris Evans then runs into... He's talking about his ex-girlfriend first. And he's like, oh, gosh, I want her back. And Eric Christian Olsenson is like... I'm just going to... I keep saying Olsenson. I don't know why. <laughs> Olsen. That's a hard name to say. NCIS Duke. How about that? Yeah, that's Do you funny. know what his name is on there? I know because I looked up the cast. Yeah. Chad. Chad. I don't know if they ever say his name, though. I don't remember. In this movie? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he must have said it, but I didn't catch it. He um, is like, no, dude, you just got to get out there. You got to have sex. You just got to find other women. Yeah. And then... That solves everything. Sex. Of course. And then uh, his ex-girlfriend is Jessica Beale, which I don't know how much she had been in at this point either. Yeah, she looked new. I mean, she. I thought she did good. And I also thought she She was just looks like a little baby she's so young well she's only in the movie at the beginning and at the very end so that tells you how much star power she had at the yeah, time yeah yeah but chris evans is like hey i would love to get back together and she's like no i don't want to be with you because you're unreliable you don't do things mm-hmm. in the background i heard like the scrub song going on the one of scrubs yeah i see yeah well that that song was written for this movie did you know that oh <laughs> should have been in it <laughs> no <laughs> Oh, we'll get to terrible songs and movies here later. So yeah, he's like, no, no, I've changed. I really need help. I really want to help. And she's like, okay, well, take these boxes and go over here and then go to the, she calls it the Office Depot, which I thought was funny. Yes. I was like, the Office Depot. Oh, that's cute. It's like, does anybody ever call it that? Like the Walmart. Yes. The Walmarts. She's like my grandma, the Walmarts. And she's like, go to the the office depot and pick up the shirts that we've got because there's some festival or like some save the whale type thing going on now. And he was like, great. He immediately hands the box to his friend Chad Chad. from NCIS. Did you see what was going on back here? So Chad, they walk up when, I guess we should first say when they walk up to Jessica Biel and her friends, Chad from NCIS sees a girl and he's like, oh, hey, 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 how's it going, Christian, Erica, nipples? (laughs) didn't hear the nipples but he made a comment to that same girl Mm -hmm. asking if it was cold or he made some mention that it was cold out here yes and she's like oh not really and then boom you know her nipples are out there well it's it's because there is uh it's because she's not wearing a bra yes i I felt like i was watching friends all over again (laughs) spot the nipples (laughs) yes and he later calls her that again because yes when chris evans gives him the boxes to take he walks over to those ladies again chad from ncis and he's like, oh, hey, what's going on, uh, nipples? And that's when he asks, is it cold out here? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, I think it is. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> um, one other thing I wondered is that Chris Evans has a bunch of tattoos when he's walking without his shirt off. I wonder if those are real. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. Some of them, he had like a couple on each arm. I don't know if they were real or not, but one of them looked a little fake yeah. or maybe just new. Maybe. Maybe they were. So Chris Evans finally puts shirt back on. And he gets in his car, which is hilariously, I believe it's the same. You know cars better than I am. But it says it's a Bronco, which is what the same kind of car that O.J. Simpson drove or was in when he did that high-speed chase. It was a white Bronco, and now Chris Evans is driving a Bronco. So I thought that was just kind of funny. I guess I didn't even notice the car. Yeah, I know. I thought it was very funny because I think, you know, he stole this car from O.J. <laughs> 
So he finally puts his shirt on, and it shows him driving for a bit, and then it shows Kim Basinger working on this phone, because if you're a biology teacher, you know how all the phones work. Yeah, and, like, she's like, ooh, I'm gonna engineer this back together, and I know Morse code, and I'm trying to tap it out on this phone, and I'm like, huh, what? Well, you know what's funny about that is I don't know if she was even doing Morse code, she was just trying to get it, because every time she just tapped the two things together, she's like, tap, tap. Tap the wires. Tap, oh, tap, tap, maybe. Tap. I was all like, wait, are you trying to do like SOS? Yeah. Well, no, because every time she would tap it, I don't know if you heard it, but there was like a dial tone coming from the phone. Oh, no. But yeah, she'd be like, tap, 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 tap. Is this working? Tap, tap. And I'd be like, I don't, I, dude, I don't even know if my biology teacher in high school would have known how to put a phone back together. <laughs> but anyway, she gets through. She actually gets through to Chris Evans. And she's like, I've been kidnapped. And she's acting so terribly that I would have been the same exact way like Chris Evans. He's like, are you kidding me? You... You sound terrible. Yeah, like, oh, okay, nice trick. And it, me, I probably would have hung up right away. He does, though, doesn't he? He hangs up after a second. No, he goes to a different phone call. Yes. So he puts, puts her on hold and then answers the next call. That's right, yes. No, he was like, oh, fine, oh, you're kidnapped. Because that's pretty much how she says it. And she's like, I've been kidnapped, but... Uh, <laughs> just vibrating. <I'm> shaking. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I really, here's my theory about that is I think that she just, this was a paycheck for her. I think she just wanted the money and I don't know if she really put effort into it. No, I don't know. I thought the, the shaking all the way through was a little much. She's like a chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> she's like a little chihuahua throughout the whole movie. Yes. You're like, is that thing okay? And she's like, oh, she's fine. She's just cold. Like, Somebody get her a blanket. <laughs> you got a charger. Um... But no, I was just saying, yeah, I would not have uh, believed her. But the phone that he, the phone call he takes to switch from the other line is Chad from NCIS is dressed in a gigantic blue whale costume. And oh, he's like, yes. dude, this is so lame. You left me. And then these women walk by and he's like, hey, did you know how blue whales have an 11 foot penis? And then the girl's like, oh, really? Whoa. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you, you try that. Even if you were like extremely good looking, you just try standing in a costume like that on a boardwalk and be like, do you know these whales have 11 foot penises? Yeah, cops would be called, like, in a second. Or they'd just be like, I don't care. <laughs> like, truly, they'd be like, uh, I'm gonna keep, just keep walking and ignore this weirdo. He cuts back to Kim Basinger, and he's like, oh, you're still on the line? And she's like, please help me, help me. My name is Jessica Martin, blah, blah, blah. I've been kidnapped. I don't know why. I need help. And she's like, can you go to a police officer? And she's like, just take 10 minutes. You seem like a person that is maybe trying to be a little more responsible for your girlfriend. I don't know the story. <laughs> Did you just break up with somebody? I feel like you might have. You can prove yourself now. This will be the perfect opportunity to prove yourself. He's like, okay, I'm going to go to the police station. I will give you 10 minutes. I just wrote throughout my notes, the cop in this movie is William H. Macy. And I just kept writing, poor William H. Macy. <laughs> I don't know why he agreed to be in this movie, but he had been nominated for an Academy Award before this for Fargo. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah in the 90s. And I'm just like, oh boy. I thought me. he was great in this movie. He doesn't do bad. Even in terrible things that he's done, I still enjoy him, which I thought he was probably the best actor in the movie. Mm -hmm. This plot they've got him, they come to him in the station before Chris Evans shows up and they cut to him in the police station before Chris Evans shows up and he's got like this box of stuff coming in for a day spot that he's making with his wife. It's a very odd plot line because like his partner or his partner the other guy is like hey i thought the captain told you to stop getting this shit 
sent here and he's like i got this thing here before the captain told me that the guy his boss i guess or friend i don't know what his name is in the movie the guy's name's noah emmerich which this poor actor like looking back on it now after everything that's happened in our lives looks like harvey weinstein to me i don't know if you you know what he looks like very well but i was like if there's ever a biopic about what everything that happened with harvey weinstein that that cop noah emmerich who turns out to be dirty could definitely play like a harvey weinstein maybe that's how he gets his his oscar but i just couldn't get that out of my head i was like this poor bastard looks like harvey weinstein oh boy so anyway he's very supportive he's like hey how about that you're getting a dick you're getting health or what did he say he keeps calling the salon yeah salon well you're getting a salon going with your wife and he's like it's a day spa <laughs> So he's like, okay, fine. And then he tells him very oddly, he tells him, William H. Macy, he's like, hey, this lady you're with, she's really telling you what to do. I'm like, are you sure you want to put up with this? This just felt very odd. He's giving him yeah. advice. He's like, are you sure you want to put up with your wife? Uh, yeah, I think I think I do. Because even he was all like, I think this is going to be great. I think this is going to be good. He's very supportive. Yeah. yeah. Well, Macy is very supportive. But So Chris Evans does show up to the police station now. And he walks past, like, on either side of the entrance, there's gangs sitting on each side. There's, like, one gang on the left yeah. and one gang on the right. Like, That's ten guys. That's what you should have to do. Yeah, and Chris Evans runs in and he's like, hey, I've got this lady on the phone. And Macy's like, sure, it sounds like a terrible actress on this phone. Are you kidding me? (laughs) This whole time, she has not said a word at where she's at. Well, actually, I put that in my notes because I thought she was still at home. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's not in her home. Why is she not telling them her address? (laughs) They took her to someplace she didn't know. She's like, I've not been up in my attic very much. I don't know if this is mine or not. makes totally different it's starting to come back around yeah, yeah she's like <laughs> i think i might be in my attic but i don't know well i think she is but she's not so that totally makes sense why she's not saying her address and all through my notes it's like why is she not telling somebody where she is yeah well you know that in the garage that thing that i don't know is that where our attic is in our garage that hole up there to get in there <laughs> yeah. You put me up there. I would. I've never been up there. I would never know. The tiny little hole. It's and, like a crawl space. And you can't even walk up there. All all it is is like the beams. You have to, like, literally step on the beams. Oh, Otherwise really? You'll fall through the ceiling. Well, this is just a note for you. If you ever decide to pull a cellular on me and put me up there, I wouldn't know where I was. <laughs> I've never been up there. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get you. Up yeah because there's no stairs i mean you basically have to pull yourself up through this little hole yeah it'd definitely be our our low budget version of cellular would be a lot funnier (laughs) so macy gets the phone and he's like oh hey um who is this are you and i don't know at the time yeah this was in 2000 so kim basinger had already won an oscar for la confidential it's very funny the people that win oscars it seems to me and after that, they just do terrible movies. Oh. Very often not. And this wasn't, like, right after her Oscar. It was a few years later. But, like, Halle Berry did Catwoman, you Maybe know? they're like, oh, I can take some risks now. And, you know, I got my Oscar, so... Yeah. I'm gonna just try this awful movie and make it better. But they don't. Or they're like, I've got my Oscar. I worked my ass off to get this. I'm just gonna do shit. I'm just gonna have some fun now. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe this movie was her passion project. You know that movie of the script I've been showing everybody about the magic phone? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get that made now that I've got this Oscar. It's called Kim Basinger and the Magic Phone. <laughs> so Macy, he does take her name down. He takes because she's like, I'm Jessica Martin. I live in Brentwood. He's like, All right, fine. And then the two gangs that are rival gangs sitting across from each other. Wouldn't you know it? They just start oh, fighting. They just go at it. Gosh. 
Who thought of that? I don't know. I, I mean, darn yeah. the luck. So Macy's like, okay, I'm going to have to, me, this five foot five little man, I'm going to have to <laughs> deal with all these gangbangers or whatnot. He's like, take the take your phone with the magic lady on it and go up to f- floor four. <laughs> and he's like, and they'll help you out with this. So Chris Evans starts running up the, up the stairs. Which, they said it's on floor four, but he runs up like he, ten flights yeah, of stairs. Yeah, he does. I'm like, my goodness. <laughs> He's like, I'm almost there. Almost. Going all the way to the top. Or maybe he was like, oh, I didn't get my workout in today, so yeah, I'm going to run up these stairs. I don't know, but she, he starts to lose her. And I'm surprised he didn't lose her. It, in 2004, I can't remember really how bad cell phone coverage was. Oh, I think it was pretty bad. Pretty bad, Unless yeah. he had Verizon. <laughs> 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 No, hey, no it's sponsors. Free publicity. No sponsors. No sponsors. <laughs> Verizon, sponsor us. <laughs> so she's like, "Wait, I know you're trying to help me, but don't go to the floor. Go to the fourth floor. You know, you got to help me." And I don't remember why he. So what does he do then? He leaves because yeah. she says her son. Yes, because uh, well, he was about to low signal. So oh my gosh, and then I can't remember when the sun comes into play but she's all like no you gotta leave now because my son's in trouble so this whole precinct nobody can help her or nobody can help him anybody yeah. well they're too involved in these gangs i guess well we're gonna have to watch la confidential now but there's a scene in there where like there's a bunch of people getting into fights so it's like in this movie all the cops had to go deal with those gangs fighting in the so like, can anybody help me and they're like well i'm sorry kid there's a huge fight going on right now take your phone and Go up to the fifth floor. He's like, I can't. And I have in my notes, she still has not told anyone her address. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> She's not there. I'm not sure, but this could be my attic. <laughs> this kills me. I can't believe the whole movie I thought that. Oh, no, that's that's fine. Maybe they didn't just set it up very well. So one thing I wrote here first when it comes to William H. Macy when he's like at the desk doing paperwork, he, he's mentioned that he's been a cop for 27 years uh, several times. Yeah. I was waiting for him to be like, I'm one day away from retirement. Like how they always do in those old action mm-hmm. movies. But yeah, he was just like, I've been a cop for 27 years. Yeah, you could tell like he knew what he was doing. You know, he was just ready to get out of there. Well, what's funny about that is that Noah Emmerich, the unfortunate Harvey Weinstein looking, and he's a, he's the main dirty cop as we find out later he's like hey you want to come to this task force and he's like oh gosh i've been a cop for 27 years i don't know when to do that <laughs> he's like how long <laughs> did you say 27 27 wow 27 years he's like you know if you hit 30 maybe you could get a promotion he seems to be a desk clerk yeah he's he just like somebody was trying to hand him some paperwork yeah and the guy he's like this is the wrong form he's like you said 487a i need 27b <laughs> Because I've been here for 27 years. Yeah, 27B, like 27 years. <laughs> as long as I've been on the force. <laughs> he starts smoking. I've been on this force for 27 years. <laughs> but yeah, this cop, I thought that was so strange when he said that because the cop's like, hey, would you like to come join my special forces or whatever the yeah. hell? And he's like, oh gosh, no, no, I'm good. I'm doing that voice because that's how oh, he, gosh. he sounds oh, like that in uh, Fargo. From Minnesota. That's how he, he talks like that in Fargo. So if I slip into that. He's like, I'm Jerry Lundgaard. That's that's his I'd name. Like some soda. Yeah, that's how he talks in Fargo. So if I slip into that doing William H. Macy, that's just because <laughs> I'm. that's like his biggest role. Uh, he got nominated for an Oscar for that movie, too. So a lot of yeah. Oscar-nominated people here. But So Chris Evans is talking to her on the phone. He has to leave the stairwell because he's losing signal. And she's like, my son gets out at 145. Mm-hmm. Which, what? I, yeah. I was, that's pretty damn early. Nice school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we went to school until like 
2.50, 3 p.m. It's been that long. <laughs> well, back in when you went to school, they went to school for like until 5 p.m., right? Uh, probably. It was like a, it was like nine to five job. It felt like eternity. <laughs> she's like, my son gets out at 1.45. They know where he is. You got to go get him. And he's like, okay, great. I, I will go help him. <laughs> so, okay. uh, so then he goes, so what's your son's name? Yes. And she goes, Ricky. And he goes, Ricky Martin? Are you serious? I wonder, you think people today, like, you know, if kids watch this movie today, would they get that? Is he still a huge star? Uh, I don't think he is. Not not as big? Yeah, I don't know. Levita was he Loca. even big at that time? I think he was more famous then. I'll have to look it up because I remember Levita Loca was in the 90s. Yeah, so maybe. I'm sure. Know. Kids tell us. Do you right know in. Ricky Markin? Martin? Markin? Ricky Markin, yeah, that's the new guy. Martin. Ricky Markin is the new guy now today. He he sings "Living the Bad Life" is his song. <laughs> I was trying to say it in Spanish. Yeah, whatever that is. So he's like, "Oh, Ricky Martin." So he shows up to the school, walks right in to this school. Yeah, and, I mean, it's two thousand four. Well, I was like, man, two thousand four. Not to get morose here, but you know, school shootings no. had happened. Yeah, because I won't say when I graduated, but after that, they started putting in uh, metal detectors. Some in some schools, yeah, and resource officers. Mm-hmm. I, I have a note that the the vehicle he takes from the resource or police officer at the school has a gun and i'm like that resource officer of the school has a gun but i'm like i think ours did i don't know but very very weird he walks through the school and he goes into just different classrooms and he's like ricky martin like, oh i love him (laughs) they all start dancing they all start singing it they all start singing the song and i was like well this is ridiculous how can he just get through but there is a resource officer that's like what are you doing? Yeah, he's all like, hey, get out of here. Get out of here. And he's like, I gotta find those kids. Yeah, and he tells the guy, you know, Chris Evans is like all sweaty, panicky. He tells him, he's like, you've got to go to the front office. And I think Kim Basinger on the phone's like, yes, yes, go to the front office. They'll tell you where my son is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm sure they'll be like, oh, hello, stranger. Yeah, let me go get this kid. You know, you. you know the name of a student. Uh, you have any ID or anything like that? You're going to show us to let us let you take the kid? I mean, I'd probably believe that if it was in, like, 80s or 90s. Yeah. Because I got picked up. Not that I was in school during those times, but I got picked up by friends that I of family that I had no idea who they were. Really? Yeah. Absolutely no idea. Yeah, it was different times back then. I went to school in the 80s, 90s. Yeah. So... Shelly is older than me. That's what we'll say. That's all we'll say. And and there's no problem. We have an age gap, but it's not bad. No. So, yes, you went to school in the 80s. I Technically, I did. Well, I guess. Oh, yeah, I did, I did go to school. I started school in the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, oh, well. But, yeah, you know. But, yeah, it was different times back then where anybody could just walk in. And if you knew a student or had the name, maybe, I think they would let you. Or be like, I'm here to pick up a kid. And back in those days, they'd be like, oh, which one do you want? Yeah, yeah, just. Point them out. Is this one good? You don't even have to know their name. Yeah, they'd give you like a menu. What what hair color do you need? What, is it certain eye color? I mean, yeah, it was weird times. It was weird <laughs> times back then. So, well, the school lets out. It's one forty-five. So all those kids are walking out the door, and they're all wearing the same outfit, uniform. Yeah, 
it's like a uniform or a, a, probably a private school that's what i was trying to say yeah they've got all they've got the same blue shirt on. khaki pants yeah poor kids getting more jeans yeah i'm glad we i'm glad in our schools that we didn't one of the i feel okay so i can tell this story here real quick when i was a kid my friend his mom was running for like school board no and this was after like practice i think baseball practice one night and we were walking with her to like a car or something and she was like oh you know if i if i'm trying to run for your school board She's like, if I get elected, I'll get you guys new uniforms. And oh. I was like, to me, I was like, baseball uniforms? But I, <laughs> I realized she meant like she would turn the school into a uniform school. Oh, boy. So I was like, oh, my gosh, uniforms, that's going to be great. And all my friends look at me like, you're an idiot. Like, you have no idea what she just said. She said uniforms as in they're going to, like in The Simpsons, where all the kids start wearing the same and blinking at the same time. <laughs> They're all get, we're all going to be zombies wearing the same uniform. Oh, so goodness. all the kids get out. He, she's like, oh, he's got a Lord of the Rings backpack. That movie just came out. The and last he movie. spots it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. This is awesome. This movie's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I thought was funny, though, is she was like, they've got my car, the bad guys. Jason Statham and the other guys have my car. If they pull up in that car, my son will get in it without yes. looking. Yeah, without even like Without looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an SUV, a black SUV, and they make that joke because he's like, what car are you driving? She's like, a black SUV, and there's like black SUVs everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> but you would think, you know, you'd be like, well, that looks like my mom's car, but that's not my mom in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I was smart enough to do that. But uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. She was like, if he sees a black SUV, he is going to get in it. Mm-hmm. He's been kidnapped eight times already. We know that he's going to get in this car. <laughs> So he sees him, he sees the kid, yeah, the Ryan guy, and then as soon as he opens the car door, the kid opens the car door, Ryan's like, Ricky Martin! And then the kid turns around, and I'm like, okay, maybe, but then he gets grabbed! Yeah, leading to one of my favorite parts in the movie yes. is Chris Evans looks, he's got the resource officer there with him, and he turns to this guy and he goes, holy shit, did you see that kid just get kidnapped? <laughs> as if he just saw the coolest thing in the world. He's like, holy shit, that kid just got kidnapped. Yes, and then they get the fastest getaway that I that probably any person that has a kid gets out of a uh, pickup lane. Yeah. Like, how did he get that? How did he get out of that so fast? I don't know. Because parents... there's usually cars lined up and backed up and. Yeah. No, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of that. I'm sure parents watching this movie would be like, well, that's not true. Yeah, that I go to pick happen. my kid up from school. I'm there for eight hours. Yeah, even if I take off before everybody else, you know? Um, you know, I was just thinking, I think I prove the exception because, you know, I was like, this kid's just going to get in any car. I used to, when I was in high school, when I couldn't drive yet, I was in like freshman, sophomore year, I would mess with people with my friends. We were waiting in the area to get picked up by parents. Uh, to make my friends laugh, I would get in other people's cars. <laughs> Um, I would, I'm learning new things about you. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was an idiot, but but basically what I would do is it was other people's ki- parents. So I mean, I didn't think that I was getting I was getting in strangers' cars, but and it was a different time. But I would get in the car, and the people would be like, "What?" And then I would just be like, "Oh, oh gosh, I'm I'm so sorry. I thought this was my mom's car." And I would get out. Kids and, do not do this. Don't do today. this. Not today. No. Please but, don't. And they were all really. Fu- they all thought it was really funny. But I think they thought something was up when I would get into like eight different cars to, to do it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'd be, I I was just trying to find funny things to do. But I'd be like, get in the car, and I think sometimes I'd be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Oh my gosh. This isn't my mom's car. I'm so sorry. They'd be like, oh, that's okay. (laughs) 
I did get in the wrong car one time. Yeah. I don't remember what grade I was in, but I was riding home with a friend and she pointed to the car to get in. So I got in and there was a little baby next to me and I was like, hey, hey, little guy. <laughs> and then the, the person in the driver's seat, the mom, I guess, is looking at me terrified. And I'm just all like, uh, and then I see my friend running back and she's all like waving me to come with oh, her. And no. I'm like, sorry. And I just jump out the car and, and then, uh, it was the car in front of that one that I was supposed to get I in. I see. I see. Well, okay. And were these people that you had not seen or met before? Never. Gotcha. Had no like, idea. And you see a baby and you're like, well, this is different. Yeah. And the, the mom, I don't know why she was looking at me so terrified. <laughs> terrified. Well, you're like holding her baby at this point. <laughs> Hi, little guy. <laughs> Just take this with me. No. So, well, so yes, I, I will say that I've gotten into strangers' cars and you have too, so maybe we're not making too much of a big deal about this. She's yeah. like, it's a black SUV. He will get into it. <laughs> Hold him back. <laughs> so Chris Evans is like, after he turns to this guy and is so amazed that the kid got kidnapped, he gets into the cops or cops, the resource officer's vehicle, which mm -hmm. I didn't know. Maybe they did. I don't remember them having vehicles on school property, but it's a shit box. It's a real shit car. Yes. And he's like, that's when he realizes that his phone is about to die. It's probably like a Ford Focus. So <laughs> if I had to call it any car, I would call it a Ford Focus. I don't know cars, so I'll believe you. It's very cheap. Okay. Are you making fun of Ford, or is it actually a real cheap car? Yeah, I don't like Ford. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> you told me that, and I'm like, I don't know much about cars, I mean, so is. I believe it. It is cheap, but I do not like Ford, so. Yeah. Well, when I was in high school, there was a lady there that had a car, another student that had a car that I, like, towered over. Oh, so yeah. So, I, I, at 6'1", I felt like I could turn that car over. It was, like, a little <laughs> tiny thing, and... So I'm like, that's the car he's basically driving in this movie. Yes. <laughs> so as he realizes his phone's about to die, he looks in the glove box for a charger. We get the charger line. We get the, do you have a charger? <laughs> he looks in the glove box and he finds a gun. He's all like, whoa. Hello. So then, yes, he also gets out of that parking lot very quick to chase after mm -hmm. the people with the son. Well, yeah. And I wrote in my notes here how funny it is that these people, the guys, are, they just kidnapped a kid. You would think that they would try to play it cool, but they're dodging in and out of traffic yeah, like they just robbed a bank. How do, and they don't even know anybody's following them. They don't. They don't even know that this that Chris Evans is following them. Yeah. And then we get a terrible joke where it's Chris Evans is trying to get through traffic, and he pulls behind a student driver, where you get this little teenager driving a student driver car, and there's an old man in it like, just focus on the road. And he's like, <laughs> get out of the way! And I was like, they just had to make the student driver joke. That was that, They made that joke in Naked Gun, which came out in the 80s. <laughs> so oh, still making gosh. those jokes. Well, he, he ends up getting stuck in traffic. And yeah. he does the best thing ever, because... I'm sure if you've ever gotten stuck in traffic, it is just the worst. Mm -hmm. And it's almost a little claustrophobic because I'm just like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. I mean, this is a highway. I should be flying down this highway. Yeah. So he does the most wonderful thing and goes off-roading with this crappy car. Yeah, no, I saw this and I thought of you because I know you would do this oh, if you could. I put, I'm jealous. <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. Well, first off, he gets behind a bus before that. And this is the, the placement, the ad placement, because the bus has a big Coca-Cola sign on the back. Oh, I didn't notice that. And I really wanted a Coca-Cola. I was like, Coca-Cola. <laughs> no. The movie, I was just like, this ad says I should drink Coca-Cola. Gross. It was either telling me to drink or do coke. Oh, it was probably drink. 
Well, I did Coke. Oh, I'm not sure what it was asking. But but this no. This could be a fun podcast. Oh, oh, no, yeah. That's why I'm so energetic. Usually I talk like this. <laughs> but yeah, he goes off-roading because he notices that there is a cell phone store off the side of the road. They're having big sales or whatnot. New opening. Mm-hmm. So he off-roads it. Almost kills a few people. Yeah. <laughs> and no, this is great. I'm glad we remembered this because this is where he's trying to get around the bus with the Coca-Cola sign. And he drives on the other side of traffic. Yes. And he kills 500 people he in this does. accident. This there is... is quite the car pile up. Yes. Because he's driving and people are like, oh my God, getting out of the way. And it just shows the devastation behind him. And this is when I wrote, yeah, I wrote in my notes. I was like, he just killed 500 different people. Yep. But then, yes, he gets stuck in construction traffic. And that's when he sees the store. So he drives through the construction site, gets to the store. Apparently, the store is like the biggest thing in the world because they've got to line out the door. It's a Verizon. What, did they actually say Verizon? No. <laughs> okay. I just want Verizon to sponsor us. Okay. Verizon. <laughs> they're everywhere. And they're always super freaking busy. Because, well, you know, why not? Is Verizon even a thing anymore? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know that is. But I was going to say, I go to this, whenever I have to go to like the phone store for my unnamed phone, they always seem pretty busy. So I guess phone stores in general yeah, are pretty they busy. Just be busy. Not the one where we live, though. There's one not too far away from our house, and it always seems to be dead. Yeah, which is nice. Anyway, yes, it's a new opening store. You'd think that it's a club because there's a line out the door. And yeah, he's walking in and he's like, I need a charger. And the snooty guy at the desk is like, yeah, you're going to have to wait in line to get a charger. Take a ticket. Yeah. And then he, he meets this lady and he's like, excuse me, ma'am. I would like, she goes, I'm on my break. Yeah. She's all like, no thanks. And I'm like, you go girl. You take that break. Yeah. I mean, I used to work at Best Buy and I can't tell you how many times I've had that. Mm -hmm. I would walk to the break room and be like, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, that guy over there, he's going to help you. Yep. <laughs> or I do the Wayne's World where Garth tells the camera to look away. He's like, the guy's like, can you help me find a DVD? And be like, sure. What's that? And the guy turns around <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> Pull one of those. Oh, but boy. yeah, I thought at the time I was like, well, that's kind of bitchy. But then I was like, oh, I've been there. No one's helping him get a charger. His phone's about to die. So he goes back out to the, the student resource officer's vehicle, mm-hmm. shows him get the gun out of the glove box. And he comes in and he shoots the smiley face. Yeah. And he says, is anyone going to give me the charger? And they give him the charger, and he gets out and goes. Yeah. And, I mean, later we find out through the news that he even pays for it. Yeah, he's a good man. I mean, if you're going to go in and shoot up a store, and he overpays, so he probably just paid for what he shot. Yeah. You know, the charger and, you know, the whatever. He's got a lot of money, because he throws just, he's in a cab later, and he throws a lot of money at the guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why uh, Beal doesn't want to date him. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I've never carried around like just loose cash though. Oh, I used to. Yeah, I think it was a bigger thing. But I don't. I remember in two thousand four, I, I was working at the time, and I just used my card all the time. Still, can't even remember those days. Yeah, it was too long ago. I blacked it all out. I don't know. My parents were always like, "Why don't you ever carry cash?" I'm just like, <laughs> because uh, I'll use my debit card for this eighty three cents. <laughs> Yeah, hey, it's it was maybe looked down on back then, but not now. Like in the Big Lebowski, <laughs> not so much now. Yeah. I did write a check one time for like less than a dollar. <laughs> um, one thing in that store that I thought was funny is he goes to another representative and he's like, "Hey, can I get a charger?" And this guy is showing like a customized faceplate for the phone. Yes, which those were big. Uh-huh. I remember those where you could like you could buy a different faceplate for your phone. And it was even like leopard or cheetah print. He says cheetah because he does the little um he goes, It's cheetah ringer <laughs> and he does the he does the hand. And I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, Okay. 
yeah, he gets the charger and he leaves, and it cuts back to Kim Basinger. Um, this is when I wrote down, why is she shaking all this whole time? It's so funny because when Statham walks into the room, Kim Basinger obviously has been on the ground and she covers up the little phone, the broken phone she's been using. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's obviously was on a phone. Like, she's obviously got something under this this little blanket. Right, yeah. It's, it's completely obvious that she's trying to hide something. Yeah, and anyway, Statham's like, he keeps asking her, where is it? Like, what what is it? What's going on? And she's like, I don't know. Um... And then he gets down to business and radios to bring him out. Because I don't remember if this is where, because we can can talk about it right now. But anyway, Macy goes to the house. The cop goes to the house to investigate because he's all like, he's like, ah, damn it. I've been a cop for 27 years. I better go investigate this. Yeah, it happens after. Okay. But he does a wellness check, though, as they say. Mm -hmm. He goes to the house and he sees a lady and then the lady's all like, I'm not going to do it, but she has an accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to go into this and I'm like, you know, it's 2020, almost 2022. Maybe I don't do an accent. But anyway, she has like a Spanish accent. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you Jessica Martin? And she's like, yes, I am. He's like, did you call the cops earlier? And she's like, I've been here all day. Yeah. And he's like, you weren't kidnapped, right? Yes. And she's all like, <laughs> no. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, so, and and it's a different lady than Kim Basinger, obviously. They've put whoever has, all these people that have kidnapped her have put a different lady in there. So, yeah, he he says the kidnap line, and the lady's like, nope. So Macy leaves, and then this lady looks out the window, and I thought it was so funny because the lady that is playing Jessica Martin is, she's kind of tiny. She's thin. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she has this gun in her back that is just, like, the biggest gun. (laughs) I was like, I'm surprised Macy didn't see that sticking out behind her. Hey her waist because that gun looks huge on her um but i think this might be where we hear on the messaging the the message machine say her husband saying something's happened we need to go meet at this bar Mm -hmm. so now we're statham yes he shows her her son you know she picks she covers up the phone with the with the blanket and statham's like i obviously didn't see that and then he's like look out the window and she starts vibrating even more she's standing on that vibrator and (laughs) that didn't sound good no but anyway (laughs) she's vibrating like a little chihuahua that's healthier and then so he shows her his son and then they put the little son in a shed out in the back and he's like where is this bar your husband said meet at a bar and then she just starts hitting him saying he's just a baby He's just a baby. Yeah, she really goes mama bear on him. It's, I thought it was so funny. That's all she says. She's like, he's just a baby. <laughs> he is a baby. He's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, where's this bar? And she's like, baby. <laughs> but they... then, and then some loud music starts <laughs> coming through the phone. Yes, because Chris Evans is still listening this whole time. Every time when he, Statham comes into the room and he's listening and he's like, oh my God. Oh my God, I can hear all this. And then do you know who this actress was? Oh, I do. But I can't. Wasn't she, she the one in, like, Conjuring? Yes. No. Is, it, is it? Um, Conjuring. It's the Insidious. The Insidious movie she plays. Maybe she was in the Conjuring. It's Lynn Shay. She, she, people who know Lynn Shay, she's been in a ton of horror movies. She was in Friday, Friday Nightmare on Elm Street as the teacher. Yes, yeah, and I know, uh, yeah, I knew who she was. She plays the old, like, psychic lady in the mm-hmm. Conjuring, gosh, Insidious movies, but she pulls up in this car next to Chris Evans, and she is spray tan like Donald Trump. She <laughs> George Hamilton kind of spray tan. 
and she's dancing to this rap music, and Chris Evans is like, can you turn your music down? And she looks at him, and she's like, hey, yeah, you want some of this? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I am jamming. I am old, and I am jamming. She's like, you're yelling at me to turn my music down, but I think that means you want to fuck. <laughs> That's me when I get older, except for the, you know... <laughs> Like trying to, to pick up a guy. Want to fook? <laughs> yeah, just jamming just to your music. Just listening to loud music, loud thumping music. That'd be me too. I imagine like people yelling at me to turn my music down and listening to Mastodon. All I have to do is drive by your parents' house, and your dad'll be at the door. Yeah, turn your music down. I'd be like, Dad, it's Shelly. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> what is she doing listening to that crap? <laughs> I just imagine like listening to Mastodon and someone flagging me down to turn my music down. I roll the window down and it's just like. <laughs> But like, what? Can you turn that down? <laughs> so, so anyway, this, the music coming from Lin Shay's vehicle, this Latin rap kind of music, is coming through the phone to Jason Statham's side. And Statham's like, what is that? And But Chris Evans, very quickly, he has to click like 18 different buttons to put it on mute. <laughs> yes. He's like clicking furiously trying to put it on mute. But finally... Finally, he puts it on mute. Finally, he finds the settings and the folders and the files of the phone because it's a 2004 phone. But so and when she realizes that, she's like, she starts talking to him. She's like, I just want to help you. I just want to help you, Jason Statham. And he's like, shut up. And she's like, I just need to help. I want to help you. I want to help you. Just don't hurt my body. Anyway. And he was like, shut up. I'm trying to hear this Latin music I just heard. But Chris Evans has muted the phone at this point. So he's like, okay. And Jason Statham is like, "Where? what is this bar? And she's like, it's a bar at LAX. And Satan's like, okay, fine, well, we're going. So Chris Evans and her talk a little bit, and she's like, it's a bar at LAX. That's where, you know, she he, she is not in on it. I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm thinking. I've got too many things going on in my head. I did cocaine. Who's not in on it? Kim Basinger, she does not know what's going on. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, so, because she keeps telling Jason Statham, you've got the wrong family. Mm -hmm. And you're like, is this true? Does she know? But, yeah, she, she keeps saying, you've got the wrong family. And then she finally tells him, she's like, it's a bar. He said to meet us at a bar or that place that he said on the message is a bar. Yeah. So they all leave to go to this bar. And she's like, Chris Evans, you've got to go find my husband. And you got to help him. She's like, it's at LAX airport mm -hmm. at the bar. So... So this is when Ryan gets a car that I would love to have. Yes. Um, he steals a this douchebag's convertible. Well, the reason he does that is because as he's driving, the phone signal starts yes. to fl fl or to flood or bleed into, as I'm trying to say, bleed into the douchebag's Porsche. Mm -hmm. He's on speakerphone, which I'm sure back then speakerphone in a Porsche was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I got when I got my car. I've got now. I was so shocked I could make calls with it hands free. Oh my gosh, it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I was like, this is the future. <laughs> so yes, the call is bleeding in, and this guy, I've the guy playing the douchebag lawyer. I've seen him in so many different things, but my lord, his mouth is huge. <laughs> Just his teeth. His teeth are so distractingly big, and I'm sure he's a nice dude. I thought he did. Good being a like comic relief. I felt like that's what he kind of was in this movie. Is he was kind of lighten it up a little bit. And I think he's been in other movies as well, playing this douchebag kind of character. I don't know if you've mm. seen the movie Hostel, where mm -hmm. they take people to kill him. Yep, he is in Hostel as one of the guys. He's like 
getting oh. tips. He's like, he's like, how should I do this? Should I fucking just kill her? Should I go in there and shoot her? Oh, the... yeah. Or he's like, how should I kill her? And the guy who was Ooh. escaping from Hostel is like, I think you should go in and just shoot her in the head. And he's like, yes, yeah, no. He's like, no, I don't want to just kill her. So yeah, he's that dude playing kind of the same douchebag character. Chris Evans parks his shitbox resource officer's vehicle in the middle of the road mm-hmm. at the intersection. And he's like, give me your phone, because the phone is bleeding into that guy's phone. He's like, give me your phone. And then Chris Evans' car gets destroyed. Demolished. Like, literally bursts in flames. Yeah, because the cement truck that was driving didn't see it in the middle of the intersection. did not see this. I think it's yellow. It's like white with a bunch of yellow that says, like, police on it or something. Or or officer. He must have been on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> he was driving. <laughs> a lot of people are doing that. There is a very funny scene I thought was like one of the funnier moments in the movie is where there's a lady uh, on her phone driving and Chris Evans is trying to get around her. Yes. And he's like, get off your phone. And then he picks the phone back up to his ear as he drives yes. off. That's one of the funnier <laughs> moments I thought. I was like, that works. That's a funny joke. Like that is just spot on. Yeah. With people. <laughs> I'm like, don't text and drive. I'm sending a text as I'm saying it. <laughs> So, yeah, he's like, okay, well, I need a car now. He's like, so give me your Porsche. And the guy, he's like, are you kidding me? And then Chris Evans pulls that gun out. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm getting that. that that's what I'm doing, the voice, this guy. <laughs> that's good. He's like, okay, all right, fine. I didn't know if you noticed this, but as Chris Evans gets in a car in the background, that guy flips him off. He's like, Oh, no, you. I didn't see that. Yeah, the guy's like, fuck you. Oh, well, so, I would have been doing more than that. Yeah, I've been pissed off. So Chris Evans takes off in the Porsche, tries to go in the tunnel, and then he's like, oh, my God, the tunnel. I'm going to lose you. And so he has to back out of the tunnel, goes the opposite direction, and the douchebag lawyer guy's like, all right, come back. You got my car. Come back. And then Chris Evans, like, turns and does like a spin out and burns out and another funny moment i thought worked is where he's just like he's laughing at this because of all the cool shit he's doing in the car mm-hmm. and he just goes i'm in so much trouble yeah i thought that worked pretty that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah that was great because i mean at this point you're just like fuck it i gotta i gotta try to help this lady so i'm gonna steal this Porsche and yeah. let's have some fun. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Chris Evans, he, he's charismatic, man. I, you know, people, a lot of the kids now these days probably only know him as Captain America, but yeah, I think he's pretty good. He is. He um, is. So, and he's smart because mm-hmm. uh, he gets to LAX. And what I felt thought was funny is when he parked the car at LAX, he immediately opens the center console and pulls out the, the phone. How mm. do you know what was in there? Oh, yeah. I guess we're just supposed to not notice that. Yeah, no, I noticed. And I'm just like, well, I'm glad you found it, but how did you know it was right there? Like, he just, it was like he did it 5,000 times. He just lifted it up and boom, pulled the phone out. I don't know. He just somehow knew that's where the phone connected and where it was. So, yeah, he takes the lawyer's phone because he takes his phone, or he leaves his phone, the one he started with, in the lawyer's car. Yes. And, which, by the way, I've got to mention this, the lawyer's license plate is, we'll sue you, too. Oh! Yeah, yeah, we'll, so observant. We'll sue you too because he's a lawyer. Lawyer jokes. Uh, but I was thinking when he's running around the airport with this phone to his ear, I was like, man, this would be so much easier today. I just have my earbuds in, talking. People thinking I'm like, oh a, yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but comedians and Robin Williams had a joke about this, where it's like hands-free headsets. Like <laughs> when they came out, he's like, you see a guy walking on the street. You know, talking to himself, he looks insane. Yes. And like now I never put my phone up to my ear. I've always got my earbud in and I'm talking. I'm just like. So yeah, he runs into the airport. Jason Statham and his guys are there too. Yes. And Jason Statham and his guys are put have to take his clothes. So this is what I wondered is because Chris Evans steals some guy's boarding pass Mm -hmm. to go through the metal detector. 
But Jason Statham and his other guys are doing that too. Did they have to buy tickets? That's a good question. I was like, so they got through the metal detector, but Chris Evans had to show his boarding pass that he stole out of some guy's jacket. So, like, did, did they have to just buy boarding passes to just get through there? They haven't flashed their badge yet, so... Oh, spoiler. spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you already watched the movie. Yeah, oh, we're, we're about to get to it, too, anyway. Oh, yeah, uh, we're about 57 minutes in... 58, exactly. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be editing some of this out, so maybe yeah. like a half an hour. We're not like <laughs> I had to edit out all the accents I've done. Uh, yeah, and don't don't quote me on fifty eight minutes. Yeah, I have to edit out dog barking. Uh, but but anyway, he steals a guy's boarding pass. He gets through, and mm-hmm. he's like taking out all of his stuff to put it in the box for the metal detector, and he realizes that oh, he still shit. has the gun. Yes, this was quick thinking. I didn't realize what he was doing at first. Yeah, I thought. He just put, so he takes the gun out and puts it in one of the other, the bad guys' box, like where, where they put their stuff in. Mm-hmm. At first I thought he was putting it into some other poor guy's, <laughs> there's a black guy next to him, and I was like, you're going to get that poor black oh, man killed. No. <laughs> but thankfully he puts the gun in one of the other guys, and he actually, he switches the boxes. Yes, and he's smart because he puts his in first yeah so he can grab his stuff and get the fuck out of there get out of there yeah because they the other people they it goes through the scanner and they see a gun and they get they get this guy down and they're mm-hmm. like they're like get on the ground and he's like are you kidding me i'm a cop yeah sorry i spoiled that but that was like <laughs> i was like oh my gosh they're cops yeah statham and his boys are cops and it does a really funny zoom too when because the guy he's like look in my bag or look in my wallet and one of the airline guys opens up his wallet and the camera just zooms, zooms in. right in. It's like, do you get it? He's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> it, the badge is real, I swear. New York, or no, not New York, Los Angeles. Cop. So Chris Evans, you know, while while they're getting hassled by the police, Chris Evans is trying to find Kim Basinger's husband. Yeah. He's like, what does he look like? And I thought it was so funny. She's like, he's extremely, what does he say? Is, well he's ex- built. Uh, I thought she said something like he's extremely in shape. Oh, maybe. I was like, extremely in shape. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, she's like, what? what is he wearing? And she's like, he's wearing an L.A. Lakers jacket. He he was wearing that this morning. And so he finds this guy. And as soon as he finds this dude, I'm like, that is not going to be the husband. Yeah, no. Because this dude is dressed like a douchebag, too. He's got like a, the biggest like L.A. Lakers jacket. Yes. It is like, I'm, I was a little, I'm like, mm. Yeah. Can you just ask what his name is before you start? Throwing him in the men's room. I can't imagine. Well, I was like, well, Kim Basinger, either this is not the husband or Kim Basinger has married like the biggest fan of the L.A. Lakers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Where she's like, I'm a biology teacher. And he's like, yeah, go Lakers. <laughs> or Kim Basinger might be a Lakers fan. So anyway, he finds this dude and the guy who has the big Lakers jacket on. And he's like, I have your wife on the phone. And he takes this dude and shoves him in the men's bathroom and shuts the door. I guess he was just like, talk to her right now anyway. But the guy comes out and he's like, yep, that's not my wife. Good luck. And walks away. <laughs> he's like, peace out. I don't want any part of this. Yeah. And then across the way, he sees Jason Statham and the real husband. Mm-hmm. He, they take him. Yep. And he was like, well, shit. Well, this, this movie's still going to go on. This still got to happen. And honestly, okay, so if you're in a situation and you're getting taken by a couple thugs, corrupt cops, and you're in this busy LAX, I mean, LAX is like, I've never been there and one day hope to be there. But from what I understand, it is a huge airport. Yeah, it's pretty small in the movie. So why not start a little stink? Why not, you know, be like, oh my God, these 
these guys are but then they well, could just throw that they're cops well, okay never mind they get away with that here in a minute and i'll show you because uh, i wrote something down about that too but it's crazy how, how much they get away with just saying that they're cops yes so yeah they bring the husband back to the house kim basinger she's like oh my gosh it's my husband mm. and they're all like where is it and She's like, tell them you've got the wrong family. And he's like, no, they've got the right family. We still don't know what is going on yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm thinking it's drugs. You gotta do something. Yeah, husband is wrapped up in drugs or something. But he's like, no. He was like, I'll tell you where it is. I'll tell you what you want. It's at my bank in my safety deposit box. So they leave. But first, Jessica uh, hugs her husband and says, someone's going to be there to help. Yes, we, we didn't really We had to rewind that. this. Yeah, we had to rewind it. And we're like, what the fuck she said? She's just like. <laughs> and the husband's like what did you say speak up even jason statham's like did you what did you say say that again he's like <laughs> I said, I'm about to help you. <laughs> she's vibrating he's like I'm about to help you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh jesus <laughs> anyway so yes they take the husband to the bank chris evans has heard from her do we take a minute One of the, the things that happens, though, is the husband gets taken, you know, from to the house we just spoke of. But, but Chris Evans comes out of the airport and he sees that his car, the Porsche, has been taken by towing, the, some towing company. Oh, yeah. It's like Golden Towing or something. It'll come back later. But, yeah, it, that was another funny moment, I thought, was the guy. He's like, we've got the Porsche. And the towing guy is like, we've got the Porsche up and we're looking for the guy. And Chris Evans just goes, Shit! <laughs> and then everybody looks at him and he starts walking away so um and that's when he gets in a cab and he's like driving and kim basinger is then like hey he is going to the bank if you can you've got to help him it's this mm-hmm. bank so chris evans i think this is the one where he he tells the cab driver he's like hey he's like go to this place now i need to go to this place and this cab driver pulls like the most dangerous u-turn i've ever seen yeah i mean i guess this is it's like um new york yeah I've never been there either. I hope to be there but one day. But uh, from what I see on TV, New York drivers are awful and do U-turns wherever they want. Well, yeah, I guess. But anyway, this cab driver is like, maybe I'll get an extra tip in it. But he pulls a yeah. dangerous U-E. And so Jason Statham and the husband and his guys go to the bank. The husband. <laughs> this husband has beat the shit up. So, yeah. And they, when they get in the bank, they have a black van. And they pull this guy out of the back. The, this guy... Wearing a, um, like Adidas jumpsuit. <laughs> Adidas. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know this guy. You're talking about the bad guy? Yeah, and he's wearing all these chains. Like he... He's got a chain wallet. Stereotypical thug, right? I, I guess they were talking like, well, this is how you know these cops are evil. Yeah. But yeah, this guy has like a chain wallet. Uh, he's got a chain coming out of his, his pants pocket. And I was like, well, and he's wearing a big silver chain around his neck too. Yeah, I mean, it was just completely obvious that they kidnapped this guy and was pulling him out of the van. Well, that's what's funny is because the co- the dad, the dad, the husband goes to the counter and the lady's like, hey, mister, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a huge gash in his forehead. Yeah, and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, car accident. <laughs> Which whoever did the makeup on that did very good. You thought so? Yeah. I didn't really look at it too close, but yeah, she's like, okay, well. He's like, I just need to get into my safety deposit box. She's like, great. So Chris Evans shows up. He's there in the background trying to figure out what to do. The husband walks with this little camera bag. He's got a little bag with a camera in it, we find out. Mm-hmm. And he hands it to the dude with the chains. And Chris Evans comes out with a, 
I don't know. It's not a fire extinguisher, is it? Or it's some. Oh, he picks something up. Is it like the little pole that you can you, you oh, can use? Oh yeah, it's like, like a with pole. The rope? Yeah, uh-huh. like a rope thing to section off people where yep. they walk. So he hits this dude, takes the camera. Jason Statham pulls a gun out on him and starts shooting in this bank. Mm-hmm. And that's when he goes the the. I think a guy pulls a gun on Statham, and that's when he does the yes. "I'm a cop." And I'm they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, this guy's a cop. Oh, I geez. believe him." Sorry. So yeah, Chris Evans runs to the. Um, Roof, Jason Statham's trying to find him. Chris Evans realizes that this roof's being construct having construction done to it, so he jumps into like the little tube. Which is luckily for him, it has construction. Because usually any other movie you watch, you get up on the roof and it's just this gravel pit almost. Yeah, well you do I mean, you can see everything. Yeah, the plot needed it. Yeah, this had plenty of places for him to hide, thank goodness. So yeah, Jason Statham, he sees the little tube. I don't know, it's like a trash tube. Is that what they use these things for? It, it, the tube was going into the trash can, so I imagine yeah. they tossed trash down it. Yeah, probably. Which I was thinking when this happened, I was like, man, if I needed to jump down that tube, I'd be fucked. <laughs> I'd get stuck. <laughs> but he jumps down the tube. He Before that, he drops the phone for, that he took from the lawyer. Yes, and it, and it, it breaks. busts up. And it, it focuses on this phone for some time. It's like, dun, 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 <laughs> as it's falling, and then it breaks. I think he, in his mind, he's like, please don't break. Please don't break. Yeah. Please don't break. Oh, maybe so. And then, but I was thinking, I was like, Jason Statham's behind you. Just jump. Jump down that tube. So yep. he jumps down the tube, and he gets out of the trash can that he falls into, and he does, like, the Spider-Man pose. He, like, jumps down, and he, like, kneels down like Spider-Man. And he's looking at this phone like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Oh God, why? I can't believe it broke. And I'm like, dude, people are coming after you. And Mm. so then, yeah, it's not the guy with the chains, but the other guy like comes after him and Chris Evans escapes. Yeah. And he runs right by this armored truck. Yes. And the guy is like closing his door and locking it up. And then the corrupt cop is pretty much pointing his gun at this guy because yeah, Ryan... Uh, runs by and sorry I know you you're saying his real name and I'm saying his act actor name. I know I'm like Ryan who but he runs by and this armored guy doesn't even notice the corrupt cop with a gun yeah I mean they're trained to keep an eye on their surroundings right I would imagine because armored trucks so they don't get robbed and all that yeah I, I don't know that yeah I thought that was funny too because that armored car guy just completely does not see the guy with the gun in the background and I was like you think he would understand see that guy a little more but this is the music thing I was talking about earlier where I said a bad music cue is I don't know if you watched the Bourne Identity movies with with Matt Damon yes. mm-hmm. but this song that plays when he's running up to the roof is the he and he also hits the fire alarm at that point but it's the one where it's like crazy old man where you gonna go to <laughs> <coughs> i can't do it my voice is what, like, what was that again? where you gonna go to <laughs> people know it i don't know it <laughs> it's like an electronic song i think it was all over those jason Bourne movies but okay. yeah it's just that guy saying it like that he's like where you gonna go to? <laughs> or where you gonna run to where you gonna run to yeah Man, where are you going to... Yeah, so um, so anyway, Chris Evans escapes. He's in the back of another cab, and he pulls out the camera that mm-hmm. is in the back. He opens the bag. He finds, like, a camera, um, which this movie wouldn't work today. I don't know if people still use cameras like that these days. It's just recorded with their phone. Yeah, I don't think so. I wonder if kids today... I'm always fascinated on how people will view these movies. Like, kids today be like, what the hell is that thing he's looking at? I know. <laughs> That it's do? a camcorder so he, he pulls out the camcorder he looks at it and basically the dad they say he's a realtor he was videotaping a property for sale and he turns the camera and he sees that jason statham the cops 
uh, had like some gang members on the ground. Mm-hmm. They took all their money from the gang members and killed them. Yep. And then wouldn't you know it, William H. Macy's boss is right there with them too. Yep. So this whole thing is that the dad witnessed cops murder people and he they are trying to get the camera back. So this is when it cuts to William H. Macy and his wife at home uh, doing the face, ma- face mask facials. And they're trying oh, yeah. out the different things for their day spa, like the different masks. And William H. Macy on TV sees that Chris Evans is all over it. They're like, this man robbed a, a store, a phone store, but paid for it. And then the other, the lawyer guy is like, this is funny because the lawyer guy is like, yeah, you stole my car. Very good looking boy. Yeah. <laughs> he says very good looking. <laughs> so William H. Macy is like, oh my God, I saw him in the in the police station today. So I, And this is another thing that I'm just like, does this still happen? He calls information, like 411, and gets mm. Jessica Martin's home phone number. He calls it, and the voicemail, or answering machine, I guess as they would say back in the day, <laughs> picks up, and it's Kim Basinger's voice. The woman he spoke to pretending to be Kim Basinger had an accent, so then it shows him going to her house. He knocks on the door. No one answers. So then William H. Macy walks around, sees the broken glass from where that dude just Terminator walked through it. <laughs> Didn't even try to kick the door open. So he comes through the door and he he enters right where the kidnapper. And so he walks around. He says, I'm a police officer. Hey, I'm police. And then the lady that was pretending to be Kim Basinger comes out shooting, shoots him in the neck, like grazes him. Mm-hmm. And so he jumps behind a couch, and he sees that there's, like, a fish bowl just on a stand. Yes, and I put, oh, no, he's going to kill the fish. Yeah, he just kicks the bowl over, and for some odd reason, this lady's like, fish, starts shooting at it. (laughs) She's like, I hate fish. Yeah, and so Macy comes around the other side of the couch and kills this lady. And he was like, he's all like, who are you? Where's Jessica Martin? I don't know. And she dies. Yeah. So then this may be where we came around, because, yes, now Macy is getting, you know, stitches in his or he says he needs stitches but he's getting help yes and he saved the fish they did say there's a joke about that yeah because uh he's sitting there in the ambulance and the guy's like this you know this um skin on your neck looks necrotic and he was like it's oh, face it's gangrene mask. he thought gangrene. it was gangrene yeah <laughs> and he's like it's a face mask it's an algae scrub he's like this is gangrenous <laughs> And I'm like, ooh, that's a fancy term. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But anyway, the his boss, the bad cop, shows up, and he was all like, Macy tells him basically what he's figuring out. He's like, this lady for some reason was pretending to be Kim Basinger, and he's like, and the bad cop's like, did she say anything? Did she say anything about like cops killing drug dealers, taking money, <laughs> videotaping me in it, anything like that? Macy's like, no, 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 I don't. So okay, so Macy's sitting there in the ambulance, and then I think this is the point where it cuts back, and Kim Basinger is in the attic, and one of Jason Statham's goons, which this guy I recognized him, he was a military guy in The Rock. Uh, she tried to. She's trying to find another phone, trying to patch it through because the yes. phone got destroyed. And she got like the worst person she could ever call. She gets one of the guys downstairs, mm-hmm. and they keep calling her a bitch in this movie. It's kind of they're like you bitch, this bitch, <laughs> this bitch. I'm like, what? So yeah, this guy. She pick. She calls, and I guess she doesn't even realize the phone downstairs ringing because the guy picks it up and he's like, hello, and she's like. Who hello is this? And he's like, you bitch. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. So he comes upstairs and he's smacking her around a little bit. And she has a piece of glass and stabs him in the arm. And he was like, oh, you want to play? And then he immediately starts feeling woozy. He's like, ooh, I'm a little woozy. He's like, I feel like I've been drinking. <laughs> but then he's like, what did you do to me? And she says something that's like the brachial artery. Because she's a biology teacher. Yeah, she said carotid artery. Carotid. I thought that wasn't, well, anyway. That Yeah, that is your neck. 
I don't know. It's an artery. I should know. I am not a 10th grade biology teacher, so I don't know this stuff. But yeah, she's like, it pumps like 50 so liters of blood liters a of minute, blood. and yeah. there's only five in the human body. So she just straight up <laughs> murdered this dude. She did, and his last words were, bitch. And he, sl- he very, <laughs> very lowly puts his head down. He's like, bitch. And then boom, he's dead. <laughs> so, so she runs out. She gets in her vehicle. She's trying to get her son, but the shed that he's in is locked. So she gets into her vehicle. She smashes through this shed in it. Like destroys it. Yeah, she, I think she tells her son to stand back, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so she smashes, just destroys this shed with her car. She's like, "Get in, we gotta go." Uh, they reel and it's just. I guess this is when. Yes, yeah, she was hiding because Statham pulls up. She was hiding mm-hmm. behind the shed. Yeah. Now it's all. We just watched this movie. It's starting to come back to me now. It's hard to keep it all in my heart, in my mind. <laughs> but she's hiding behind the shed because Statham and his boys show up, mm-hmm. and Statham goes into the house. This is when Statham talks to the bat, the dirty cop. The dirty cop's like. We're on, this guy's on to us. William H. Macy knows what's going on a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, so when they go into the house, she gets into her car. That's when she rams through the shed. Yeah. They don't hear this in the house for some reason. And it doesn't even dent her car. It looked, no, it's, it's an SUV. Yeah, I need that. I need that car. <laughs> so Jason Statham walks up to the house or walks up to the attic and sees that dead guy. Who I was calling White Power Bill because he looks like that character from Arrested Development. White Power <laughs> Bill. I'm sure he's a lovely man. But So Statham, who did not hear the car run through the shed, runs outside. All the guys start shooting at Kim Basinger and her son as they're driving off. And then Statham comes around the side. I thought this was so funny because I was like, she's just leaving her husband. But well, then, you know. then Statham comes around the side and he's got his gun to the husband's head. And that's when she stops. Yeah. She's like, oh, crap. Yeah. I was, I was going to leave him. <laughs> Statham gets a phone call, and he thinks it's the dirty cop, but it's actually Chris Evans. Let's make a deal. I'll give you what you want, but you gotta let the family go. Mm-hmm. And then... He's had enough. He's like, I'm, you know, not gonna listen to you. Uh, I'm, I'm being the man. Yeah, I'm being the man. And he's like, meet me at the pier. And Jason Statham's like, fine. We'll meet at the pier. One thing we did real we did forget to talk about is that Chris Evans has since he doesn't have a phone, he needs a car. So he has to go back to the, he realizes at the he sees the tow truck drive by. Oh yes. And he has a mini flashback because they have to remind you that that same towing company is the tow company that took the Porsche. Mm-hmm. And so he steals the same Porsche back. We have a little a few more minutes with the the lawyer guy. Yeah. That lady who was working at the impound lot, I don't know if you remember, but she's Tracy Morgan's wife on um Yes. 30 Rock? Yeah, she's funny. She is funny, yeah. And that, that lawyer is bitching at her because he has to pay money to get it out of the impound lot, even though he didn't steal the car. He, yeah. was, he wasn't driving it. She's all filing her nails like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then he <laughs> says, I guess he's making a checkout because he's like, fine, you know what? I'm going to pay you. He's like, who do I make this checkout to? Woman who sucks? <laughs> and so anyway, Chris Evans steals it. He finds his old phone that he left in the lawyer's car. And he still he's able to dial back, and that's how he dials Jason Statham's number. Mm-hmm. He says something funny to Jason Statham when he's on the phone with him. He's like, "Yeah, you know what's funny about this phone is it can remember up to the last fifty calls that it made." Yep. And I was like, 50. "Holy shit! What we the future is now?" That's a lot. Yeah, so we took a huge detour. So now they go to the. The pier, the dirty cop, Noah Emmerich, is like, we got news that that kid is at the pier, but no one knows what he looks like. 
And William H. Macy, being the dumbest cop in the world, is like, well, I know what he looks like. I can point him out right to you. I'll help you. <laughs> so everybody's going to the pier now. Jason Statham shows up with Kim Basinger and her family. The one I thought it was funny is that Jessica's blouse was unbuttoned in the back of that van. Yeah. And you could see her bra. Oh, really? What was the point of that? Doing a little something for the men. I guess. Well, a little something for the men, because that's funny, because every time we're at the pier, there's like a ton yes, of women in bikinis. beach with bikinis and everything. So, yes, everybody shows up. Chris Evans, he changes. He puts like a little hoodie on. And this is where he actually has a Bluetooth ear set. And I'm like, this is what you should have been using the whole movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that is weird. And it was like one of those that came around. It had the... It's a big one. ...mic that comes to the mouth. Yeah, it's a real big headset. So he calls Statham. Statham's like, where are you? And he's like, oh, don't worry. So Statham's like, well, can you see this big van parked over here by the pier? And Chris Evans is like, yes, I see it. And they're like, oh, he can see the van. He's close. So he sees her, and all Statham's guys are looking for him, including the guy with the chains. But we And Jessica Beale comes back in the movie right here, and she's like, you bastard, I asked you to do all this stuff for me, and you didn't do it at all. And he's like, get away, get away. And that's when William H. Macy shows up, and he's like, oh, hey, remember me from the police station? And and then the dirty cop takes Chris Evans aside, and he's like, if you do anything, everybody you know will die. So he's fucked. Every, and William H. Macy is like, all right, great, you're with the cops. Everybody's doing a great super job. <laughs> so uh, bad cop walks Chris Evans off. William H. Macy goes with another cop to go the opposite direction, and then... Bad cop takes Chris Evans. They take him to the other side of the pier, and that's when they meet up with Jason Statham. And Jason Statham headbutts Chris Evans, and he's like, that felt good. Yeah, I'm like, how can that feel good? <laughs> I don't know. That must have hurt. Was it, I think he was a soccer player, right? I'll have to look that up, so maybe. Sounds right. Could be, yeah. I know he was an Olympic diver. Or not diver, but like diver, if, if not Olympic. But he says, yeah, that's felt good. And they take the tape out of the camera, and they smash it. And... And so they're getting ready to kill Chris Evans. Chris Evans is like, please, God, don't do it. And that's when Chad from NCIS yes. comes back in the gigantic. Is he still in the whale suit? He is. Which I thought Chris Evans was going to get in this whale suit when they were like, we got to find out who oh, he really? is. I thought Chris Evans was going to be <laughs> in it. That would have been a good idea. Yeah. Um, so he come, Chad comes back from, and he's like, where are you been, man? And Chad from NCIS distracts the cops enough to where Chris Evans jumps over the pier and gets away. Dirty cops like going after trying to find him, the head dirty cop. And William H. Macy's walking with the dude with chains, uh, you know, going the opposite direction. And dirty cop, head dirty cop says, we need to find where he is. We got to kill him. We got to, oh no. He's like, we got to kill him and take him out. And Macy hears that. Yeah, over the walkie yeah. that they got. And so Macy gets into this fight. William H. Macy, like 100 pounds, 5'5". Five five, yeah. Gets into the fight with this six foot eight dude. Kicks some ass. Kicks his fucking ass. He gets the guy down. Thought he was going to kill him, but no, he just handcuffs this dude to the carousel. <laughs> right next to a carousel where a bunch of kids are at. Yeah, it's a funny cut. He's like, I'm a cop. <laughs> it's, it's okay. He's okay. a bad man. And then he just leaves him. I'm going to leave this bad man here. If you ever do anything out in public, just say, I'm a cop. You get no, away with it. No, don't say that. Do not. Yeah. I did not mean to literally do that. The le- legal aspects of that are still pending. Yeah, please do On not. what you could say. So I just thought it was funny to say. So anyway, the head dirty cop is down because Chris Evans jumped into the water, get away. So he's down at the beach looking. He sees footprints going to this tiny little boathouse. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, there he is. And he's walking around inside the boathouse trying to find this kid, and he sees Chris Evans' hoodie from behind. So he just shoots it, just 
shoots yeah, the shit out of it. He's just gonna stand there and let you shoot him. He's standing, yeah, because the way it's looking is like he's facing he's away, away, but still, yeah. <laughs> so he shoots him, and then he realizes that it was just like hanging on a hook, and he's like, "Son of a bitch!" And then Chris Evans comes up from behind with a surfboard, I think. I think it's a surfboard, yeah. and he hits him twice, and the guy's down. Which, if you look later, when he and Statham are fighting in just a few minutes, mm-hmm. that cop is gone. Yes. I'm like, where'd he go? Yes. They did a weird um, camera pan around the good cop. I forget what you said. His yeah. Name was. William H. Macy. Yeah. They did yes. this weird, like, round camera pan, which I think that's just another... Art school time. Yeah, kinda. yeah. The director's like, showing off. Oh, this would be cool. Yeah, because... Which it looked cool, but it also didn't fit. You know? No, it doesn't fit in this movie at all. Because, yeah, Chris Evans, he hits the dirty cop, and then Statham shows up. And he was he says the line was in the trailer that we watched, but he's like, who are you? How did you get involved? And he's like, I just answered my phone. <laughs> Looks at the camera. So Jason Statham's beating the shit out of him. He does some karate shit to him because Chris Evans tries to hit him with like a big paddle, and Jason Jason Statham's like pa 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 pow. Well, you know, yeah, he's a badass. Well, I was like, well, he just knows karate in this movie now. I know he's done karate in other movies, but yeah, he does some pa 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 pow stuff, and and then he got to show off his moves. Yeah, and then he says, "You're pathetic." The bitch had more fight than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, my God, just calling them a, calling Stop women bitches. doing that. Yeah, so he has him on the ground, and that's when William H. Macy comes in. Jason Statham's like, oh, it's okay, I'm a cop. And he's like, I said, put the gun down. <laughs> Please. Yeah, and he's like, this guy, do you know who this guy is? And he's like, basically, he just keeps telling him to put the gun down. He's like, now turn around. And Jason Statham <laughs> has the gun pointing upwards, like towards a light, and he shoots the light out and runs. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Pretty pretty good thinking. But yeah, William H. Macy is in this little boathouse looking for Jason Statham, and that's when it does the 360, where it's like, yeah, just, all around him. Okay. I thought, I thought when they usually, when movies do that, I thought uh, Statham was going to come out around the other side or something and jump him. Yeah. But yeah, Chris Evans, they're like, they're running together, and Statham's shooting at him. And I thought that Chris Evans got shot in the knee because he gets hurt and he's like oh my knee but i guess he just pulled it or something because i thought he like got shot yeah he got shot in the leg he did get shot mm-hmm. okay because mm-hmm. yeah they're running and then he just falls so then that's when macy's like stay down <laughs> and so yeah then william h macy's hunting jason statham chris evans gets the idea he's like oh i still have his phone number so he calls Jason Statham, his phone goes off, and I think it's doing that old ringtone where it's like, do 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 Yes. And Macy, and Macy turns around, he sees Statham about to shoot him, and Macy just kills this guy. Yeah, and you can see the look on Statham's face. He's just like, shit. I, I told you, it's a really funny, it's a dumb... Look, oh, well, what's funny is that William H. Macy does a dive. He does this super cool dive where he's like, oh, shoot, 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 shoot. <laughs> and Statham makes like what I assume is his O face where he's like, oh, oh. he looks like he just came. He's like, oh, and then he, he dies. And when all this is happening, Jessica's being a badass in the van. Yeah. And takes her handcuffs that have chains, you know, enough chain to, you know, choke somebody. Yeah. You know, so that's what she did. Yep, she chokes the guy. Chokes him out. She chokes him out, and I thought she killed this guy, 
because the son and the husband are in the back, and the son's like, Mom! Mom! And the dad's like, look at me look while at your me, mom son. kills the... <laughs> don't, don't look over there, son. We don't want you... Yeah, look at me while your mom kills this dude. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you traumatized. Just look at me. Like, he's not traumatized already. Yeah, this whole day may have done it. So, yeah, Chris Evans is in the boathouse. Statham has been murdered. So Evans is like, I gotta get to Jessica, Kim Basinger's character. So he runs. And then this is when the guy who got choked out, he wakes back up in, like, a horror movie thing where it's, like, focused on his face. And they're trying to get out the back. And his eyes open. It's like, boom! His eyes open. Oh, shit. Chris Evans just has the strength. He's got so much adrenaline right now. He's like he's on PCP. Punches yeah. through this window. <laughs> And knocks the shit out of this guy and hits him in the face and knocks him out. And so, movie, the danger's over. Everybody's kind of getting treated now. Chris Evans and Macy are in an ambulance. The dirty cop, Noah Emmerich, is getting taken away in handcuffs. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that that would really happen in real life. Yeah, right. And he's like, talking to William H. Macy, he's like, hey man, come on. This kid, this is a mistake. And William H. Macy's like... You would have killed. You were gonna have him kill me. The other guy in chains, like you were gonna have him kill me. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Evans, he's like, he's got no evidence. And Chris Evans is like, you know, the cool thing about these phones, this Verizon phone, <laughs> can take great video. And he's like, I think he even says he uploaded the video from the camcorder into the phone. I don't. Remember. No, I was like, how the hell do you upload a camcorder video into a shitty ass 2004 phone? It seems like he just videoed. He videoed the it. video. <laughs> Which are like in 2004, good luck making out what the fuck's going on. But yeah, he shows the video on his phone and it's like the exact same video. Yeah, crystal clear. Crystal clear video. And and then, yeah, they take the dirty cop away. Chris Evans, you see Jessica Beale, she's back, but she doesn't even have a line at the very nope. end. She's just standing near the ambulance. There to the, be pretty, I think. Just to look pretty, yeah. So Kim Basinger and Chris Evans, they, they come together at the end and I think she gives him a hug or something. and. Mm-hmm. I think she asked, does she ask, how can she repay him? Yeah, she's like, I don't, what can I ever do for you or something like that. And then the cheesiest line, it says, he says, don't ever call me again. And <laughs> I was going to say, and then it does the, uh, no, the, the the one where it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the um, CSI, CSI yeah. Miami. It's like, don't ever call me again. Yeah. <laughs> the CSI Miami. Oh, yes. The credits are kind of shitty, too, because every time that Chris Evans looked at his phone in the credits, it cuts to his phone, and it shows the credits of the people yeah. who made the movie. Really? I thought that was neat. I thought it was neat. I was like, eh. Yeah, I was like, well, that's kind of a a neat thing to do, is to show the credits on the phone. Yeah. So, I think I kind of know what, what you're going to say, but did you end up liking the movie? I thought it was okay. Just okay? Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, something that I would, like, love to watch again. When it ended, I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I, I really thought it was just too long. There was, there were some yeah. things that they could have cut out. And what's weird is that I picked this movie today to do it because it's only an hour and a half. Oh, wow. And it definitely felt longer. It seemed like three. Yeah, when they're in the boathouse, like, at the end, I'm like, come on. <laughs> yes. I'm like, would somebody just kill somebody? Like, at this point, I don't even care if Chris Evans gets shot. Just in the movie. Anything. Well, I thought you were going to say that you enjoyed it. I mean, it had some good parts to it. I just, yeah, that trailer will always be in my mind of the, do you have a charger? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was good. It, I, I, again, I would recommend anybody to watch it, but yeah, I just thought it was a, a little boring. A little boring for an action-adventure movie, so... Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's going to wrap things up. This yes. We thank you guys for hanging in here and... 
Thank you for listening, and we would like to ask for your feedback since this is our first episode. Mm -hmm. We probably have some background noise, and we apologize for that. We're going to be working on that. Um, But if you hear anything like throughout the whole thing, something buzzing or clicking or something that's just annoying the hell out of you, just let us know. Yeah, I'm going to do some QC on this one, make sure it sounds good, and do some editing, cutting out some dead air spots, and I'm sure you could hear that chair. Yeah. So We, we appreciate you listening. Hang in with us, and we promise we're just going to get better from here. So, well, that'll do it. Well, thank you. And again, this is the Film Obsessed Couple. I'm Scott. I'm Shelly. And thank you, and stay tuned for the next one. Bye.